it's not easy. I will say this. <laughs> and it's probably why a lot of people avoid it, Brian, when you're talking about the self-reflection and personal development and growth. It's not easy, but you have to be able, if you can't be real and honest yourself, how are you going to be real and honest with anyone you come in contact with, whether that's your siblings, your parents, your significant other, your co-workers? You have to be true to yourself first and foremost. I'm not saying that it's easy. Um, I could certainly today sit here and, and moan about how this guy did this to me and what he did to me. That is not worth my time and energy. That is draining. That is taxing that will leave me stuck. And again, that's where the, the bitterness can take its root. So you have to eradicate that. In that situation that someone was exerting control over me, I had to take back control though. I can't be stuck in that situation and be where I am today because that will still be giving that person power. And so I choose to reclaim my own power. You have the power. It's with you all along. Even while I was in that situation, it was still with me. That's Sharice Colbert, and I'm Brian Falchuk. The Do-A-Day Podcast. Will you hear from the most inspiring people who have been through hard times, overcome them, and have turned around to help others with what they've learned? I'm your host, Brian Falchuk. I know because I've lived it myself. I've written about it in my book, Do-A-Day, and that's why I'm bringing you this show. Remember, today's a new day. Go out and do it. Hey, day doers, welcome to another episode of the Do A Day podcast. I have an amazing guest. I know I probably say that every time, and I always mean it. Today, my guest is Sharice Colbert. Sharice is a life purpose coach. She's a speaker and she's a founder of something called Golden Life Living. Now, you might think that that's about, you know, like retirement age or, or something. It's not, it's about living a life that's golden. Right? It's not, it has nothing to do with your age. It's about living the life you actually uh, are intended to live, living it with purpose. She's also a survivor of domestic violence, and she knows the importance of self-discovery, tapping into your purpose, pursuing your passion, and choosing better over bitter. And I know that's a phrase that's used a lot, but she lived it firsthand. You know, she's, she's seen that the bitterness is not actually a punishment for the other person. It's a punishment for you. And, uh, and, and there's a very strong choice that she's made to get there. So um, I'm excited to bring her story to you today. She works to empower people to pinpoint their goals, get rid of the blocks that stand in the way, and pursue a life of purpose with confidence, with clarity, and to get there through self-reflection and personal development. And she's going to hit you with these five questions that she has to get you down that path. They're really simple questions, but oh my God, are they deep? Are they hard to answer? So you'll hear them and you'll be like, you know, they're easy to write down. Don't take it for granted. These are the real deal. They are absolutely going to challenge you and it's worth going down that journey and giving them a try. So I don't want to, I don't want to wait any longer. I want to jump in, um, but you got to listen to Sharice. She's outstanding and she's really dedicated to getting people to that better place. So let's jump right in. But you got to open your mind and be willing to start that introspective journey because she's about to take you there. Sharice Colbert, thank you so much for joining me on this side of the microphone. That means a lot to me for you to come on tonight. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much for having me here. And it's my pleasure. It's very funny timing that the day that we're recording this is uh, 
well, I guess my episode with you came out like yesterday or this morning. I forget exactly which one, but um, it's just like it just happened to work out that way. And so I was listening to it this morning, remembering our conversation. And it was on the back of that that I said, you know, there, there's clearly a connection. There's clearly a story in you that I felt I had to bring out. Um, people need to hear about it and to hear about your story of overcoming because you've created something with Golden Life, Golden Life Living to help people try to, well, to do that for their life, you know, to have that golden life. And it, it takes work. It takes power. It takes for a lot of people that journey to grow from. And that's what I want to get out of you today, if you're cool with that. I'm absolutely cool with that. Let's go at it. Yeah. So re- real quickly, what is it? I mean, tell us about with Golden Life Living, what is it you're trying to achieve? Like, what, what's the purpose of your current work? And then we'll get into what got you to that place. Okay. Um, the aspect of Golden Life Living... Basically, when I hear the term golden, often when I hear it's always been attributed to people once they retire. Um, So I was just really at a point I'm like, I don't want to wait until retirement to make my life golden. There's a lot of days ahead of me. And I want to make sure I'm doing things daily to make my life golden. And there's just so much negativity and things of that nature in the world. And I really want to tap into the positive. Now, it's not really a Pollyanna view. I, you know, I, do realize there are things going on in the world and it affects me just like it does anyone else. Um, but just really being on this personal development and growth journey and taking a look inward. And I think that's really the key. Number one, to mm. being better individuals, even to getting to be a better society. Cause a lot of stuff that people are doing, we just see it externally. That stuff begins inside. Yeah. You know, so I'm just really on this journey for people to to heal whatever it is that they need to heal, honor their emotions, because we are human. You know, it's not fair that, you know, women are boxed in roles as well as men are boxed in roles. We are human. And so there we come with a plethora of emotions and what affects me one way may not affect you the other and just kind of honor and respect each other. So what can I do to make my life golden? But at the same time, what can I do for the people that I see daily, or even if it's not daily to see them to make their life a little brighter as well? Oh, that's really beautiful. And I, I love, I mean, that premise, people hear the title and then they might be shocked by your age, right? Cause they're thinking like, it's someone who's like 80 years old doing a show on retirement, but you're not. And the, but I love why you call it what you call it. Cause we don't, why do we have to wait? You know, and, and some people don't get to wait cause they don't get that chance either. Cause they have to keep working, you know, late, much later in life than maybe they wish they did, or because they're robbed of that opportunity because of some tragedy that falls them much sooner. So if you don't have to wait, what can you do to bring that golden aspect much sooner? That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, I, and I would still like to retire super young and, <laughs> you know, golden life. Why can't that start in your forties? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's too late for the twenties, but I still have hope for, for something early. Um, All right. Sharice, what, what got you to that place? Cause you, you weren't born doing a podcast about how to live, you know, with that, with that special freedom and achievement right off the bat. What, what got you to doing this? So, yeah, that for me, getting to me in that place is really about me finding purpose through my pain. And exactly what do I mean by that? Um, So I married in January 2011 and five months into the marriage, um, it became a physically abusive relationship. 
And it probably took me another year and a half before I was able to leave that that situation. And so in that, you know, you're in that and trust me, at that point, you know, it's about survival. And in my situation, we were in a home that I purchased. So it wasn't a matter of me just getting away. It was a matter of getting him out of the home and all all that comes with that. So that really just takes a taxation and toll on the mind, body, and spirit, no doubt. And so mm. even after I left the, the, the situation, it probably took me a year to realize that I had work to do as far as healing, you know, domestic violence, by all means, yes, we want you to, to be able to get out of that situation um, and safely. I want to add that. Um, but I don't think a lot of people talk about that healing process. Yeah. And so that's my personal trauma. And so it took me one, a year to realize that I needed healing. And it probably took me another two to three years before I, you know, I fully felt, and it's hard to say to say I fully felt okay, because some days it could still be a process, if you will. Um, but what I wanted to do. I think when I realized that I needed the healing, I had did something outwardly towards someone else. Um, and that's when I realized that I needed to take an inward look. Going back to early in this discussion, when I said a lot of times people are simply just hurting. Yeah. And, you know, where do you go? You know, obviously there are resources out there. I don't even know why I didn't think to, to look any up because I'm good with Googling stuff or whatever. Um, but be that as it may, like I said, again, it took me a year to realize that I needed healing. And so I just really went inward and really got serious about my personal development and growth journey. And not even just that relationship, I began to look at all areas of my life, you know, whether that's with family, friends, at work, how is Cherise showing up? How have things been dictated to Cherise or, you know, who is Sharice? Yeah. You know, let's get, yeah, even let's knowing get yourself. clear on that. Yeah. yeah. Getting clear on who is Sharice because make no mistakes about it. You're on this earth. You have the thoughts and opinions of a lot of people coming out at you. And so you really do. I really had to take that time just to disconnect and get clear on who is Sharice. What did I want? How did I want to move forward in this earth? And so with that, like I said, I found my pain and my purpose. And that's kind of like where I'm at, where I am today. I want people to heal. And I would tell people in a minute, my choice was that I ultimately decided to be better and not bitter. Mm. I got to go back and ask you some questions about this because there's so much I'm I'm curious about. That that moment when you realized you needed to work on you and you needed to do that healing. A lot of people may not come to that conclusion on their own. Um, and especially if, if you're doing something to someone else, a lot of us see that, you know, they're doing this to us or it's justified because what they did is wrong or I'm right. Or, you know, you, you look for reasons to justify your behavior, but you took a different reaction to that. What sparked you to see that need within yourself to do that work? I think what sparked me is one, because the incident was one with my sister and two, it was a physical altercation. And uh, I know that that is at my core, that is not me. Mm. You know, I was dealing with some stuff, but what I don't ever want to do is transfer my stuff onto other people. So, it you was, know, 
it was a wake up in that sense that it was such a stark difference from who you knew you were and who you wanted to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's really, like I said, that choice to choose better over bitter. I didn't want that situation of being in a um, domestically abusive relationship to change me at my core, because guess what? That was his stuff that he was transferring to me. And I didn't want to repeat that. And I did not want to do that. So I wanted to be very conscious of how I was moving through the earth. Mm. And if there was some stuff that I needed to unroot to get it unrooted, because I did not want to spread that bitterness onto anyone else. And I didn't want that bitterness to take a stronghold of me. So that was my wake up call. Do you, do you, um, do you think looking back that there were signs now in the relationship with your ex-husband that tell you that, you know, now that, you know, it was like, wow, I, I didn't see that or I wasn't willing to listen to that. Or was it really an out of the blue kind of what just happened to this man? Who's he become? Yeah, I've always sat with that and try to see if there are signs. And I'm like, you know, did the relationship move too fast? And this is someone that I've known over some years. So in that aspect, I'm not sure, you know, and I try not to sit with that for too long because, again, I know it's his stuff and not my stuff. And like even my relationship today, I could say that me and him kind of move kind of kind of fast, but it's been three years and it's an awesome relationship. Um, so I try not to, you I just, that's like a piece of the puzzle. I can't figure out. And that's just something that I've had to release because part of that could kind of tie into the shame and guilt aspect, if you will. That's a very good point. And, and good for you and being in another relationship and whether you think you move too fast or not the first time, not judging the speed in the relationship of today by that other standard, because one person is not the next person. We're all different. We all have our own things. It doesn't mean that we're all great, but it does mean that we're all unique and we should be judged uniquely, not off of the the standard of someone else who, who failed you prior. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, honestly, that was part of my healing process that I need to make sure I was in the space to be able to welcome that because I'll be the first to say, I said it, that I never have to date again. I never have to marry. And it's like, as soon as I said it, it's like, take that back. (laughs) (laughs) Because again, I didn't want that person to have, that's that's still allowing the person to control me in a way. So I didn't want that person to have the control. And so, like I said, I think that was the important part of the personal development and growth journey and the healing process. You know, one, to know that I am loved and I am worthy of love. You know, no doubt about that. None whatsoever. And just to be in a space where I wouldn't allow his stuff to be a reflection onto any other um, male that I came across, that I was free and clear of that so that I could move forward and that I could embody love and embrace love. Sharice, you didn't go right into another relationship, right? You took some time for you. Yeah, absolutely. I took some time. Yeah. So if I left um, that situation in 2012, um, I probably, I met my, the, my significant other today, I met him in 2015. So, so three right. years later. Cause a lot of people do, you know, go from one dysfunctional relationship to the next. And it's a, you know, maybe it's a way of keeping from facing yourself and working through the underlying things that 
you know, that, that you need to work on for you and discovering yourself and going through that healing. Obviously, you can't really heal if you're just rushing to the next person who's going to mistreat you. Did, were, you, were you aware of that at the time? That, did you say, like, I need to be alone? I need to, I need to be with me? Yeah, I definitely was in that space that, yeah, it was time for some me time. And again, like I said, I didn't want to enter into something. And I totally get what you get. There's some people, they just have to be in a relationship. So it's just like a revolving door. No, I definitely need that space. And I will say, I I feel that historically, you know, I've I've kind of been a, a mindful kind of person when it comes to myself. Sometimes I just I think it's good just to pause and get the lessons learned. Now, if the pause is three years, that's totally up to you. But definitely allow yourself some breathing room just to kind of get your lessons learned. And that's not even just relationships. That's all. Things. Yeah, that's anything. Yeah. 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 Well, that's I I have to say I am getting a pattern around you that there's a strength to you and a, a self-awareness, even if it took you a year to realize you needed to do the healing you know, that moment in that, that situation with your sister in knowing that you needed space and not just rushing to another relationship that could be dysfunctional. Um, a lot of people maybe don't have that or or they're not in touch with that strength right off the bat. Like you said, you, you're very mindful. How do you think someone who's in one of these situations can be more in touch with that kind of mindfulness, that kind of self-power or at least give themselves the space to figure it out it's not easy i will say this (laughs) and it's probably why a lot of people avoid it brian when you're talking about the self-reflection and personal development and growth it's not easy but you have to be able if you can't be real and honest yourself how are you going to be real and honest with anyone you come in contact with, whether that's your siblings, your parents, your significant other, your coworkers? You have to be true to yourself first and foremost. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's easy. Um, I could certainly today sit here and, and moan and grope about how this guy did this to me and what he did to me. That. It's not worth my time and energy that is draining, that is taxing, that will leave me stuck. And again, that's where the, the bitterness can take its root. So you have to eradicate that, you know, in that situation that someone trying to or someone in that situation was exerting control over me. You know, I had to take back control, though. Mm. You know, I can't be stuck today. Still being, be, I can't be stuck in that situation and be where I am today because that will still be giving that person power. Yeah. And so I choose to reclaim my own power. Oh, I'm glad you're talking about power because that's, you know, before we start recording, I'd, I'd asked you about self-empowerment and that that's this message that I'm getting. And I, and I feel something innate in you that that brings you to that place of self-empowerment, but that's kind of that's the mission that you're on is helping people empower themselves, whether it's to, you know, live a better life as if they were in retirement before they're in retirement or, um, not, not being a victim to domestic abuse or, or any other kind of abuse. Um, is, is, is that what this is all about ultimately? Yes, I would definitely say that. Don't become a victim of your circumstances. And again, I know everyone's story is not going to mirror mine, but at some point in time, if we think about it, we all have been a victim of something. 
Now, whether you want to own it or say, yeah, I have or I have not, it's just a fact for most of us. And so that will leave you stuck. You don't have to be the victim. You do have the power. First of all, we have the power of choice. There is no greater power than that. Yeah, but don't some people get offended by that idea? So it's like, you know, I didn't choose for this person to hit me. I didn't choose to get fired. I didn't choose to lose my house or, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is. Yeah, some people get, I, I, some people can get caught up, you know, um, offended by that. And again, it's the label, you know, it's not yeah. a label that anyone, like, trust me, I had a problem with this. Like me speaking here today freely about this, I was not always in this space. This is not a story at a point in time that I didn't want to tell because I didn't want to be known as a victim mm. of anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, there's the shame in that, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's yeah. shame and guilt that comes with that. Um, and again, so trust me, I've had my hiccups with it, you know, um, and I'm still for the most part, I'm still mindful of it because again, people don't like to be labeled, um, you know, but it doesn't change the situation that I was in, you know, and I'm happy to tell the story one, because I'm here to tell it. Yes. Two, because outside of me sharing it with you, you will have no idea that I went through anything like that. Yeah. So that's where it goes back to reclaiming your power. You have the power. You have to, it's with you all along. Even while I was in that situation, it was still with me. I had a safety element to think about. And how would I get out of this situation safely? Mm -hmm. And to still be here today to even share and speak about it. Sharice, when you have these moments where you're, you're taken back there, you're thinking about it, or maybe you have a fleeting moment of not wanting to label or, you know, whether it's shame or, or guilt or, or whatever, how do you, how do you shut that down and, and not just, you know, bottle it up inside, but actually move past it? Like, how do you deal with that? Is it about compassion for yourself for feeling that? Is it like, what are the things you do to put it back in its place and, and rise yourself back up? Mm. I think in part that one, again, I am here to share the story because I recognize there are people in this situation who are not here to share their story. That's true. I was able to get out of that situation. So a, a way was made for me to get out of that situation and to be okay. You know, so it's not Again, it's something that I share. And again, it's not like I go to everybody that I tell the story to them. Right. But for those who ask, and even in situations where I feel like some people just need to know, then I share it. But I don't, you know, tell the story like I'm shaking everyone's hand, like I'm shaking people's hands or whatever. But I share as it needs to be shared. Because um, I do observe there are a lot of people that are unhappy out here. Yeah. And uh, the main reason that is, I think, is because somehow we believe that happiness is somewhere outside of us when really it resides within us. Yeah, maybe we're too busy with self-judgment to allow it to be there. Oh, yeah. We're like our harshest critic, aren't we? Yeah. And that's why I was curious about, you know, when you have moments where 
you're feeling, you know, you're feeling some of the pain from that journey, how you have that compassion for yourself or, or do you judge yourself for it? I mean, we do as a society, we are really tough on ourselves. Yeah, I think um, I, I I definitely went through a phase of shame and guilt. So I probably was hard on myself, you know, like, what is it about me? You know, how did I welcome that into my life? You know, what did I do to deserve that? Um, who did I offend someone else that I'm not aware of? And this is, you know, payback. I definitely went through that shame and guilt, if you will. Um, but that shame and guilt will shackle you. Yes. And so that's just like the bitterness taking root. If you're living with the shame and guilt, when you're shackled, you can't move or go anywhere. If if bitterness takes root and has a stronghold on you, you can't go anywhere. So after I honored my emotions and activated my healing process, my main objective was for Sharice to be free again. And... It's amazing because we're talking about the self. We could forgive people. And yet we don't forgive ourselves. That's very true. So and ironic. It very ironic, right? Um, so I had to forgive myself. I had to forgive myself. I had to release that shame and guilt. Again, choose better over bitter. And I had to forgive myself so I could be able to move on. And when you forgive yourself, you forgive yourself. It's not like I'm like stuff comes up and it's like, oh, you did that back in that relationship. So don't do that. It's none of that. Hmm. So you go through this journey. When does Golden Life Living come into the into the scene? How does it fit in the path? So Golden Life Living comes first. It really started as a blog even before I was married. Um, and so it kind of fell by the wayside. Oh, so it's been around for a bit though. It's been around for a minute. Um, and the blog was called life is golden. And for whatever reason, I couldn't get the URL life is golden. So okay. it ended up with golden life living. And, but at any rate, I was going through even part of my journey. Cause it really was about mind by spirit. So I was about eating well, working out losing some pounds. <laughs> and so ironically, I started working with a health coach. And this is what I really love about coaching. You can be going for what you think you're, you know, on the surface, what you think you're going for. <laughs> no. So I'm, so I'm going yeah. there for health purposes <laughs> and what my goals are in that. And she's probably the first person that I shared with that I would fig, I would say someone outside of my circle that I shared with about my um, being a survivor of domestic violence. And just in there, that's just where everything just opened up. Of You know, I wanted to pursue being a life coach. I wanted to help other people um, just continuing to take stock of my life, how even before deciding to be a life coach, how people would gravitate to me and, and share things with me. Yeah. People I didn't know. And I have no idea why they're sharing stuff with with me, but it's OK. And that I was that ear. Mm -hmm. I was that unbiased voice and I held space for whatever they shared with me. And I didn't feel the need to go tell anyone about it. Um, and so at that point, that's where I decided to be a life coach. And so really from the blog, Golden Life Living, since I had that URL, I'm like, 
actually that makes a, a great name. And so that's how Golden Life Living came to be. And again, I just want everyone to get to that space. And again, for me, I believe, one, we wear a lot of masks. So I believe to get to that core and to be able to really live a Golden Life Living life, if you will, you really have to get to the inside. You know, we could pretty up the outside. We could get clothes to mask it up. Um, cars, houses, all of that is irrelevant. Yeah. If you are broken on the inside, it's just a it's just a mask. It's superficial. It yeah. does nothing for you. The self-reflection, personal development and growth initiative that you take, no one can take it away from you. Once you really get clear on who you are, what you want and how you want to show up in this world, that is so powerful. Uh, you'll realize all that other stuff doesn't matter. Now, if you still want it, I'm not judging it. You can still have it. But I'm just saying it's something deeper to you than what you see or show to others. There's so much more that's deep to all of us. And we have to get connected with ourselves. That's that's really, really beautiful. I love that. And not just because... I'm a car guy and you'd let me have a nice car if I still want it, but <laughs> it's so true. It's like, it's fine if you want those things, but you, like at the end of the day, it's only you. And mm -hmm. if you're still not okay with you, then things are totally irrelevant. If you're good with you, then, you know, whatever, all that other stuff is fine, but it's still not you. You're not left with that at the end of the day. So, you know, want it to want it and, you know, whatever, if it's within your means, that's your prerogative. But that doesn't excuse you from being comfortable with yourself, understanding yourself, empowering yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's like going back to the, the whole, uh, you know, we, we forgive other people. We don't forgive ourselves. Well, when the lights go out and we close our eyes, it's only us. So, mm -hmm. you know, you've forgiven everyone else in the world, but the person you're stuck with all the time. It's, it's exactly. totally backwards. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, Sharice, what, what's, what's the next stage for you? Like, what is this building to, where do you go with this? Is this just continue on and, and keep having the inspiration or, or is there something bigger that's all coming together? Like, where do you want this to go? Well, my vision definitely, I want to be inspirational. So I want people to be inspired, um, really working on, I want to do a visioning and goal setting workshop and just see where that goes into the future. I, I envision holding women's empowerment events and not no superficial stuff. You know, we, we come in there to get real and things to that mm. nature. Um, anything to do with personal development and growth. Like I kid you not. Um, I actually have a little ebook called protect your crown five Meth methods to purge your, your mind. Mm. Um, we gotta be careful of what we allow into our head space. Yeah. From, you know, what we listen to, what we watch on TV, the voices of other people, because we have a, especially now with social media, we have the thoughts and the opinions of a lot of people inf inf infiltrating, excuse me, our minds. Yeah. So that's outside stuff. But we also got to be careful of the words that we speak to ourselves. Because like I said, we're probably our most harsh critic when it comes to things. And so how do you speak to yourself? You know, and I have to check myself, too. It could be something simple like knocking the cup over and they'll be like, oh, what were you thinking? Mm. You know, 
that's not loving and yeah. kind. Or I'm so clumsy. No, you knocked yeah. a cup over. That doesn't mean you're always clumsy with everything. Yeah, you're human. It was a mistake. You know, you clean it up and life goes on, right? Yeah, somehow <laughs> the world didn't yeah, just so, end. Somehow, yeah, you're exactly. Um, and it's and it's so ironic to me because if it was someone else, if we did that and someone made that statement, we'd be very upset with them. Yeah. Sharice, can I can I admit something to you? Yes, please. I spilled some tomato sauce on my shirt today. Wow. And uh, the guy sitting across from me at lunch pointed it out like it was a big deal. And, and I, I just didn't really care. Now, I'm a little bit okay. bummed because I like the shirt. But he was, uh, he was more, he didn't really understand why I wasn't bothered by it. Um, and I, I, so I, I, was, I was jokingly admitting, admitting about being clumsy. But um, it's more that, like, it's a shirt. And mm-hmm. it, it was, the lunch was delicious. I'm not going to turn back and, and not have it. It was well worth it. But it's like, for someone else to be, like, you know, so shocked that I wasn't beating myself up over it or wasn't like, I got to go now. Like, I got to interrupt our conversation because I've just done this to myself and the world is over. Yeah. It was, like, awkward to him that I wasn't making a big deal about it, which was kind of you know, kind of a weird sign about society. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So kudos for you for enjoying that pasta and That's knowing right. that that shirt was replaceable. <laughs> I, I think I can but wash again, it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they got these nice little stain removers mm-hmm. and stuff. So the world is amazing. Um, yeah, but that's just ironic that someone else pointed it out to you. But that's what we do. Yeah. You, instinctively, that's what we do. You know, we berate ourselves. Yeah. Um, and so, we're weird if we don't. That was that was kind of the point is like, I'm the weird one because I didn't, you know, toss my cookies and flip out because I had dropped a little bit of sauce on my shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and again, I just really want to connect with those. And obviously a person has to come to this point of, of realizing it because it's not for me to point out to someone you know, that you're in a space, um, and I don't want to say a bitter space, but you're in a space that's, you know, not conducive to you. It's counterproductive. Mm. Um, and again, like I said, I do want people to honor their emotions. And for me, that was probably a year. Um, and so there's really no timeline on that. And I don't really want to say you want to be 20 years later and you're still stuck there. That may be problematic. Um, but for people that's re- ready to activate their healing, honor their emotions, activate their healing and, you know, do more than survive in this life and start thriving at it, if you will. So that's just kind of my mission. I typically, I would say I work with women, but lately on social media, I'm noticing that some men got some issues going on too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, what gives? And, you know, and again, no judgment on that because, you know, if that's the space you're in and you feel led to share that on social media by all means do that um but it just really bothers me when i see someone is stuck or they do a you know someone did something in this relationship and it's a blanket statement across that that whole demographic or sex or whatever oh, yeah. like we no don't do that because again that's you giving the other person power yeah you know, and particularly when it comes to these relationships, you know, and I think this is something that I had to sit with. So that was um, 
a relationship that that marriage was the only abusive relationship that I had had been in. Um, but I just began to take stock of my past relationships, you know, and how I was showing up. And so I really had to get on, get clear on what I was attracting, mm-hmm. what I was allowing and tolerating, you know, and just really get clear on what it is that I wanted. Yeah. And sometimes we want things and we're not giving it to ourselves. So I think that was the great thing about giving myself space. And like, I had a good old time yeah. in my self-exploration phase. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't... I really did. <laughs> if you don't, um, if you don't value yourself and, and have that self-love, then you don't come to those conclusions because you don't yeah, see absolutely. yourself deserving it. Yeah. And... Again, that's why I say I think this is why this is hard, because you have to get honest with yourself. There is no one, if you ask them, do you love yourself, that they would say no. Yeah. You know, it would be very few that would say no. Yeah. Um, And so, obviously, you don't have to confess that out loud, but just to the general audience, do you love yourself? What does love look like for you? Yeah. You know, what do you want? And I do want to, like, in my journey, there was like five major questions I had to ask myself. And I want to share that yeah, if you don't mind. They? Please. So, and I think they're on the surface, they seem very simple questions, but they're not. Those you know, are the scariest two, ones there are. <laughs> they are the yeah. scariest ones. Because right? you got to sit with them and re ask them and question why you answered them the way you did. Yes. Yeah. So, the first question is who are you? So, who am I? I really had to get, like I said, I had to get clear on who is Sharice. You know, so that's the first question. Two, what do you believe? Because a lot of us are walking around believing stuff and we don't even know why we believe it. Or because it's my family believes that or yes. my friends that I hang with believe that. Yeah. Get clear on what your beliefs are and why you believe it. Yeah. And don't be afraid to go against the grain if that's just, if it's something that just never set well with you. Yeah. You're just answering this for yourself, so it doesn't matter if you're disagreeing with the norms Absolutely. that have been around you. This, this what is for you. What are your gifts? Yeah. That is something funny, because I, I do still work full-time somewhere else, somewhere else, but I could tell you a long time ago, I said I did not belong there, and I've been there for 20 years. Okay. Do you still so, not belong there? I, I still do not belong there. Okay. So, and this is where I'm I'm still growing, I'm getting connected, and this is kind of where I am right now with mm. the podcast and the coaching practice and, you know, making moves so I can, because I want to be clear, I want to do what I want to do. I yes. know what it is that I want, so I'm working towards that. Good for you. But yes, so getting in, tap, in touch with my gifts and talents. So what are your gifts? Four, what type of relationships are you nurturing? And now this is, isn't just your intimate relationships because the relationship could be mother and child, your siblings, your friends, your coworkers. Right. What type of relationships are you nurturing? I can't, you know, like I said, I'm about this positivity, you know, people that are always negative, they're draining to me. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. They're draining to me. Now, I'm not saying I can't hold space for them, but the a person who, when I come into contact with them, they're always complaining. Mm, that's yin and yang to me. <laughs> I can't do <Yeah>. that. <laughs> well, it's, it's you know? really contagious. 
Yeah, it and really it brings it you is. Down. It sucks the energy out of you. And that's and and good energy too. You know, someone who's positive, it will rub off on you if you allow it to. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, what do you want your your space? What do you want in your space? So just think about the type of relationships that you are nurturing. And the final question is who or what are you allowing to control you? There you go. So that's at the heart really, of it. Yeah, get really clear on that because you ultimately for your life, you want to be in control. You know, life happens. So I'm not saying that you can't be human, but ultimately you should be reigning supreme in control of your life. No one should be having that much power over you. That's a question. I mean, all those questions are worth revisiting from time to time. That's one I could see revisiting every day. Yeah. Just asking or every, you know, every major situation is re-asking that of yourself to just mm-hmm. reflect is like, okay, I came out of that, you know, that interaction or that situation or that work thing I had to do. Where was the power in that? Who had mm-hmm. control over me and, and my outcome? Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. Like you said, that's a question you ask yourself daily, multiple times a day if yeah. you need to. <laughs> And especially when, when you're feeling off, you're feeling like you, your values were just questioned or challenged or who you are was called, especially if you answered the other four questions, you should have a much better sense of when you're in misalignment with those answers. Yes. And then ask yourself, you know, was it, was it a question of where the power was in that relationship or that interaction? Yep, absolutely. Those are great. Those are great, great questions. Thank you for sharing those. Oh, no problem. Like I said, they seem simple on the surface, but again, if you're getting real and honest with yourself, it may you may be cursing me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Who who are you? That's a short question, but that is about yeah. like that's the meaning of life kind of never find an answer type, but that is a deep, deep question. And yes. You do need to re-ask that from time to time. Because life yeah. changes. You will change. Life changes. You're here. And I, you know, I'm really on this growth thing, if you will. You know, we're not here to be comfortable and stagnant. It's okay in period. So yeah. this is a this is an ever-evolving question. If you're here and you've mastered something, then what's next? Mm. All right. Can you can you run through the five questions? I won't make any sound or interrupt you. I just want to okay. get let's get those five questions out one more time because I want I want people like I want that to resonate for people and I'll put in the show notes too. But okay. um just hit them with the five one more time. All right. One, who are you? Two, what do you believe? Three, what are your gifts? Four, what type of relationships are you nurturing? And five, who or what are you allowing to control you? Awesome. Those are incredible and scary. And if you're not scared by the gravity of those questions, you, you need to listen again because those are big. <laughs> but that's the kind of stuff I love. Like, I, I, don't, I don't like the simple answer stuff. Um, yeah. Because that's kind of what we, we do day to day. We got to get deeper. And those are questions that will get you deeper, whether you want to or not. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the great thing about this, this is something for your toolbox. So no one can take it away from you. These questions are always accessible to you now. Yes, that's great. Sharice, you are, um, you are something special. You've been through, you've been through a process and grown. And I love what you're trying to do for other people as a result of that. And as a result of who you are, more importantly, not just because of that process. 
So I'm, I'm really blessed to have you on the show today. Thankful for that. And, and these five questions, now my mind's all bubbly. <laughs> yeah, I got all kinds of, I, I need to go think about who I am. That's so good. thank you so much for that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Where can, where can people get a hold of you and your work and the podcast and social media and all that? Like where, where can people find you? So they could go to the, my website, um, goldenlifeliving.com. If you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Golden Life Living. Um, and those are the best ways to get in touch with me. If you want to give me a call, my number is 586-275-7485. Wow. I've never had anyone give out a phone number yet. <laughs> that is people bold. really call now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's you and... and Remember from the eighties, Jenny eight six seven five three oh nine. Yes, I think it's like a restaurant or something that used to have that phone number. Those poor people. All right, well, Jenny will not answer the phone, but Sharice will, and you're there to help people and help them figure out, maybe help them work through those five questions and get to a more self empowered place. Yes, absolutely. Amazing, Sharice. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. And people need to go out and, oh, see, look, I'm messing up my own line. I'm, I'm saying the second piece instead of <laughs> today's a new day. But I'm, I'm going to exercise self-love and not judge myself for that. Today is a new day. Go out and do it. Awesome. Thank you very much. Wow. Um, those questions are so sticking with me. Um, it's just this, I don't know, I'm stuck between the, uh, the simplicity of them, how straightforward they are. And one thing I've learned is when you hear questions like that, no matter how simple they sound, that's usually a sign that they're way more complicated and deeper and challenging than you could ever value. So I got to hit them one more time. Her five questions are, who are you? What do you believe? What are your gifts? What type of relationships are you nurturing? And who or what are you allowing to control you? That's big stuff. Please spend some time working those out for yourself. And like I always say, whatever answers you give at first, pause on that. Come back to them the next day and dig in and ask yourself, is that really the ultimate answer for me? Why did I answer that way? Is there something going on deeper than that? So challenge yourself even in your answers once you answer it and keep going till you really get to that bottom level where you're, you know, you're, you're right at what really matters deep, deep stuff. And if you want some more exercises like that, head to doadaybook.com slash the exercise and you can get my cut on how to start you down that journey and, and work on some of that introspection. And if you're in the mindset from Sharice's questions, it's the perfect time to start digging in on the rest of your journey. So you should definitely give that a shot. And you know, be sure to check out Sharice and everything that she's doing at goldenlifeliving.com. You can find out all kinds of additional information about her and you can get all kinds of additional information about her right there at Golden Life Living. And you can follow her all over social media, Golden Life Living, or on Twitter. She's Sharice Colbert. Um, while you're there, you might as well give me a follow too, at Brian Falchuk. I definitely want to see that you're there. I want to hear from you. I want to know what's going on. And I want to hear what you think about the show. So you can subscribe, you can review the show, but you can also reach out on social media or anywhere else and let me know what your thoughts are. I'm so thankful that you joined me for another episode. I hope that this one resonated for you. I think it's a really important message to bring in to people. 
and that story that even when you're beaten down, literally, you can still come back. You know, this, uh, it's a really crucial do-a-day kind of moment because that happened before. You know, that was a yesterday thing, and it's real, and it matters, and you need to understand it, and you validate the pain that you went through. But it is yesterday. And just because Sharice went through that, or maybe you've gone through that, that doesn't mean you're less of a person today. That doesn't mean your opportunity is less than it was. No one can take that from you. So with that, I want to remind you to go out and do it. Thanks, everyone.